0: is coming back to Elm Street. He is not friendly. He is not patient. Get me. And he is not a welcome visitor. No. 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 But he has something terribly special for the new kid on the block. It started to happen again.
1: <laughs> Dad! I'm in You've had some scary dreams, okay? How?
0: Daddy can't help you now. There's something inside (coughs) (coughs) him. Fight him! You're not afraid of him. He doesn't even exist. Freddy Krueger is back on Elm Street. Get out of here, Lisa! (coughs) Fight him! Watch out for him. Will be in your neighborhood soon. A nightmare on Elm Street, part two. My children now. Freddy's revenge.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the show, everybody. Hi, listeners! You're here for another great episode. My name is Pete, and I'm Scott. And these, these are, are the movies that, movies that made us gay. Yay! Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Well, in case you weren't quite sure, this episode—I mean, this is the gay one.
2: This episode's pretty bananas, and this movie is insane.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty crazy movie. Um, Scott, do you want to talk a little bit about what we're doing today oh, man, and we who we've watched- got with us?
2: Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, with our friend Bren Thomas. Hi, Welcome Hi, to the show.
3: Thank you, thank you.
2: Yeah, so this is a movie that when I would tell people about our podcast idea, Movies That Made Us Gay, everyone that usually knew what was up would be like, well, you're obviously going to do Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Definitely. And
2: yeah, I knew, <laughs> Bren, that you would be a good guest, and you wanted to do this. So I just figured, hell, we'll do this the first year that we're like recording this podcast. We'll get it right out of the way. So yeah, it's yours. Well, thanks for having me. <laughs> good I'm, to have you.
1: I mean, what can we say about how crazy gay this movie is that hasn't already been? <laughs> oh yeah, I mean,
2: it, there's no... like. We're not like onto something completely new of the gay subtext of this movie because it's pretty out there. Yeah,
1: for sure. But um, okay, so Bryn, when did you first see this movie? I saw it in the theater. It's on the theater. Awesome. I (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I did. uh, What did you think of it when you first saw it?
3: Um, it it was scary. I I just remember, you know, being turned on by the ass (laughs) scenes, and you know it was weird when i was little you know the p teacher scene kind of freaked me out a little i didn't get it i yeah. mean i didn't i didn't grasp the whole s&m thing of it sure you know but and plus you know he's just old and you know yeah <laughs> to, to kid i was like uh, 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 show me show He show me more grady
2: yeah yeah for sure so did you so i'm assuming that both of you guys grew up on nightmare on elm street oh yeah oh definitely did you want to talk about just sort of being first
3: introduced to Nightmare on Elm Street well, when it, you were a kid, it was super intense because Freddie. It was it was just a weird experience to laugh and be scared at the same time, yeah. and that's kind of what you know Nightmare on Elm Street did for me, like in you know because it crossed so many weird supernaturalnesses. I know yeah. I just made that word up, but um, <laughs> you know because it's like a slasher film, yeah, but it's mm-hmm. also supernatural, semi debotic yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. and. And it also has with him being a you know a kid fucker, you know it it, it kind of has kind of like a real life horror to it as well. Yeah, for sure. And it was just you know a lot taken as a kid, and t- you know, kind of it just was weird to feel like why am I laughing with this killer? Why why am I kind of rooting for the killer? Yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah.
2: And Freddie just had a huge moment in the eighties. I mean, that he was everywhere.
3: Yeah, and I mean I I just remember a lot of the kids in my school that loved you know. Freddy were like, you know, the metalhead kids, you know, and like the rocker kids, Mm -hmm. you know, the bad boys. And it, you know, it kind of made sense, you know, especially a lot. I mean, this with the exception of this soundtrack, most of the soundtracks have been metal or rock.
1: Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. The soundtrack was a little bit more new wave.
2: So, Pete, when was your first introduction to Freddy Krueger in the Nightmare movies? Just to kind of get like some scope of where we our, our relationship with this character in these movies.
1: My introduction to Freddy and the Nightmare movies was uh, not in the theater, but I did see them at home. Uh, we, I think we taped them off of cable. Classy. Yeah. And my cousins and I at my dad's house would watch Nightmare 1, and it was so scary. Like, I was... Uh, genuinely scared shitless and I do remember that we would try to do these things to like make it not be as scary like I remember my sister saying like you know the only reason it's scary is because the music is so like creepy, you know, and it's all that like minor key like dun, dun,
0: dun, dun, dun.
1: you know, and there's scenes of like Nancy walking down the sidewalk in like her pajamas and it's got this scary song. And we would turn the volume down and just be like, see, now she's just walking down the street in the middle uh, of the night in her pajamas. <laughs> and it's not even scary. You know, just to like talk ourselves yeah. out of like how freaked out we were and I remember when this one came out watching it at home with my dad and my uncle and i kind of remember them kind of chuckling about it and kind of having knowing looks at each other like what this movie's weird and me and my cousins just being like yeah like freddy part two like here's another one fuck yes um but again yeah i didn't think or get any sort of undertones or gayness at the time. I'm just a kid watching it, kind of being scared um, at at Freddy and all of that. But then, yeah, later on, just really kind of, I guess I didn't really rewatch it until (laughs) I was an adult and had heard about, hey, by the way, this movie seriously is is secretly super homo. Yeah. And then, yeah, there's a lot of weird shit going on. (laughs) But yeah, I had been watching it since I was like seven or eight years old no business watching Freddy movies.
3: So you didn't realize that our scream queen was actually a
1: queen. I mean, not until I was a a grown grown up. Not until you got through
3: Princess Hood and became
1: a queen of your own. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I never
2: grew up watching these movies. I always was very familiar with Freddy Krueger. Yeah. And I would always just look at the boxes when I went to the video store. (laughs) And that was as far as I would, that I think I could have gotten yeah i remember just going to the horror section and just looking at all the boxes yeah just sort of memorizing all of the pictures the synopsis of of all of them but i just felt like i can never watch these movies because they're just too scary and then i don't think i watched the first nightmare until college so yeah. i was probably like what 23 years old that's crazy yeah <laughs> so i waited that long Wow! So, like well into college, and I don't think I had seen any of the sequels until I started going out with Pete.
3: Girl, are you (laughs) Mennonite? Yeah,
2: (laughs) but
1: yeah, because like you were saying, Freddie was like a rock star. Like,
2: yes, but it was just one of those things that he was just sort of. It was always there in pop culture. You knew who that was, and I just thought these movies must be are just way too scary, too grown up. I can't watch them. Sure. Wow. So yeah, and then I just sort of began to watch more horror movies in college. Yeah. And then I watched the first one and I loved it.
3: So, they were, they were amazing. And
2: I didn't watch any of the sequels until we pretty much got the box set. Yeah. And now I've seen them all.
1: I think, uh, my well, I don't know if it's my favorite, but the one I would watch the most, I would definitely watch Dream Master and Dream Child. Really? Four and five, a really? Lot. really? I don't know why. Don't I, ask me why. because well, I don't know awful. why either. Dream yeah. Warriors is <laughs> probably
3: <laughs> Warriors. the most.
1: Dream
0: Warriors is the best. Yeah. It's the strongest sequel. It's the sequel best of, of the sequels. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. It,
3: is, it is almost as good as the first yeah. to me. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, actually, as a kid, I liked it better than the first.
1: Yes. But it's got as the an return fancy. I,
3: I, I see the power of the first one. you know. Yeah, for
1: sure. And
2: I also remember when New Nightmare came out, it oh. being a big deal, yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, New Nightmare was weird. What are your feelings but about I- New Nightmare? I, I Meh.
2: <laughs> that, well, it was when it started to it's get b- like... It's better than Freddy's dead.
1: Which, Self-referential? Wait, okay. which
3: one's... I mean, now I'm going to sound dumb, but which one's the one where they... Are like the cast, and Freddy starts haunting. That's new nightmare. That's new nightmare. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Word
3: starts getting super meta. I just have to say, bonk.
1: (laughs) That was that was Wes Craven's take on like Scream before like yeah, bonk. (laughs) (laughs) Buzzer buzz. Right. (laughs) Well, I mean, let's we got to just start talking about this movie. So yeah, so this movie
2: stars um, LGBT icon Mark Patton.
1: We yeah. love you, Mark.
2: <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. And as Jesse, as Jesse, Kim Myers as the as the girl, the not Nancy.
3: What's her character name? No, he's the Nancy. Yeah, he's definitely Nancy. Yes, both. he's the Nancy. I guess literally, but
1: he's the Nancy boy. No, but no. That's
3: what's interesting about this movie, and you know, a lot of people kind of dismiss quickly. Yeah, this is like a boy playing a scream queen. Yes. Yeah. And yes. that I I'm kind of challenged to think of. Other movies where that was the gig, right? Right. The and, and he could scream. <laughs> he could scream. He had that Jamie Lee Curtis scream down. <laughs> oh,
1: uh, are you ta- are you talking about this? <laughs> come on, Natch. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so he definitely. Horror movies always come down to there's always the final girl, and they're usually. The main protagonist in a horror movie is always female, but this yeah. movie just decided not to go that route, and and we've got Mark Patton as Jesse, and we're all better for it. <laughs> so we should probably
2: <laughs> say this bag of big bag of crazy is written by somebody named David Chas
1: David Chaskin Chaskin, yeah.
2: And it's very alleged and up in the air
3: who is responsible for all of this. Well, I think also what's kind of up in the air is kind of like their intention. Yes. You know, Because I don't think they were out to write a pro-gay movie. No. I think they were out to write some understeps, some scary shit. You know, people are, back then, you know, AIDS was on the horizon. You didn't think gay without AIDS immediately. For sure. And I think, I think that, I (laughs) think, come on. I think that they were trying to bring in that whole like, real life fear and fear of homosexuality, fear of disease and combine that with fear, supernatural fear. Yeah. And it's kind of, I don't know that they really succeeded in that but no <laughs> you know but still you know I I wish they would have just made a gay horror movie and that and it yeah. would have been better and I think everyone would have been freer mm-hmm. but you know we got what we got and I still love it
1: <laughs> yeah no for sure i mean like we we're saying as far as how good the sequels are it's it's as far as the sequels go in order of how good they are it's it's not that high on the list but i mean
3: it's not the lowest either. Though. It's
1: not the lowest either. If you if we just take it as what it is, a Freddy movie, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, there are some problems that go beyond the weird kind of questionable, gay undertones. And those problems being Freddy showing up in the real world, you know.
3: Yeah, but didn't it, wasn't there ones in the other ones where you could bring him to the real world, Na- world?
1: Nancy had a specific power that none of the other, well, only a few other characters in the franchise had, which was. In a dream, she could pull something out of it. Okay. And Kristen, which is played by Patricia Arquette... And later, later Tuesday night. Later Tuesday night. Kristen's power was that she could bring her friends into her own dream. Okay. You know I remember But in that. the first movie, it's set up that if Nancy was fighting with Freddy in a dream, if she was holding on to something, if she woke up at that moment, she pulled his hat out of the dream into the right. real world.
3: Right. That's how they killed him. Yeah, exa- him.
1: by pulling him out. Yeah. But in this movie, it's so <laughs> it weird. You gotta go. Yeah, the rules, the, are, are, the rules very, are, crazy. are very shaky yeah. in this one. And the rules are kind of weird to begin with in all the Nightmare movies. They're kind of k- kooky and they kind of suit the, the plot. But I feel like after part three, they really set up cannon. this I, this canon. And the idea is that... Uh, that this power to pull people into the dream was Kristen's and that she gave it to Alice later on in part four and all that nonsense. But, um, yeah, <laughs> as far as a, just a nightmare on Elm street movie and a good sequel, it's a, it's a little kooky. It's a, it's a little all over the board. Um, Springwood, the town that Elm Street is set in, is supposed to be in Ohio. This is clearly Southern California. They're not even trying to make it look like a Midwest town.
3: The outdoor lockers. Yeah,
1: yeah. This this whole high school is bungalows. Like, that doesn't make sense. And like convertibles. Yeah, convertibles. At pools in the backyard. But I guess in 1987, what did we
2: say? This would have been shot in 85.
1: So you know at that so time. this
2: was also a pretty rushed sequel. Yeah. Nightmare came out yeah. in what? Eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah. So yeah,
3: I mean, within a year they had this movie shot.
1: Well, it was pretty successful, mm-hmm. I guess, and
3: Freddy- uh, It w- it was it was so rushed that they actually, it, I may be a little wrong on this one, but it, hear me out anyway. Sure. I think they didn't have all the money. From the first one, recuperated yet, uh-huh. and that's why they didn't have much budget for this. Yeah, so they were not gonna have Freddie in this movie because they couldn't afford him Oh my god! Yeah,
2: because Robert England also wanted a pay raise. He, yeah, and he's like, I just created, I just, just created your life
3: here. Yeah, yeah. And they, finally, they caved and, pay, and paid for Robert England. But that's why there is no other known actors. Yeah, that's why they're. You know, I think that's why his makeup doesn't look as good.
0: I was also reading that they
3: tried to shoot Robert England stuff with a double, and it just didn't work. They were go- they were going yeah. to use someone else. And it just failed. Yeah. Failed.
1: There's a shot that it's not Robert England, and he notoriously hates it. It's in the it's in the shower scene, and it's just through steam. And, he, and the guy to walks, him walks through, off. and you can't. I when you know that it's a double, you look at it, and it's not because Robert England's physicality as Freddie, he really like this role. You know the thing about Michael Myers, Jason. Those roles are kind of. I mean, granted, they're wearing masks. They're literally wearing masks, mm-hmm. so it could be interchangeable.
2: But it's so attached to Robert Englund, the person. Yes,
1: and his. But it's not just his voice or or his face. It's everything. His physicality of 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 he being Freddie embodies this character. He yeah. embodies it. And when and you, you listeners look for this scene when uh it's in the shower scene, uh the the gym teacher is strung up all naked Mm. and (laughs) it cuts okay it cuts to jesse and he's standing there and then the shower gets filled with steam and freddie walks out of the steam and it's all in one shot and the person that walks out it's not robert england and he's just kind of like shuffling out robert england has a walk he's got a pose yeah swagger the gloved hand is that knee is cocked back and he says his robert england's thing is that the glove is heavy. It's a tool that he made out of materials, and so his arm is down a little bit more, and it's it's a specific choice, and this person is not doing it and just kind of like shuffling out of the room. When you watch it back, it's very apparent when you know that it's not him. And uh, I, I'm not sure why I forgot that was in Never Sleep Again. Well, yeah. fuck that scene. Yeah. There is a really comprehensive documentary about the entire making of all of the movies called Never Sleep Again.
2: I meant to watch it before this recording. I never got around to it because it's like six hours long.
1: It is. It's it's never. Yeah, it's five sleep and a half again. hours long. It's crazy. Yeah, you won't sleep again when you watch it because it's it lasts an entire week. <laughs> but <laughs> so okay, so we're first introduced
2: to Jesse in this dream Aww. of him getting on the school bus. So
1: in the first dream where Jesse's on the bus and it like rides off into the deserts of Ohio (laughs) or the the desert behind Springwood Um, Jesse looks very nerdy he doesn't Uh, look like himself
3: did you notice that? yeah like he, like he looks like he's about to be institutionalized. Like yes. it's like greasy down, slicked yeah. hair. His hair's all He's greasy. almost like hunched
2: over too. Hunched and over. notice that
3: they won't. He can't speak. No, he lets out one little yeah. squeak, and, that, and that's toward the end of the scene. Yeah, but he can't. He he's that immobile. I guess they're trying to symbolize how he feels inside. Sure. Blah blah. But I feel like but if
1: you, oh go ahead.
0: No, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I was, Go gonna, I was gonna
1: say. I feel like if you were not familiar, or you're watching this for the first time, you just woke up from a coma, and you're like, "Oh, a new Freddy movie, finally!" And you watched it. It's the first scene of the movie. He doesn't have any lines. You wouldn't even know that it's about him.
3: I I, like I, I kind of thought it was superfluous. You the might. Oh, yeah. The whole, yeah. The whole thing.
1: You might think it's about those two girls that are just screaming on the. That bus are actually and active yeah. and entertaining <laughs> yeah. to something. I yeah. mean, he.
3: And then you, you know, you see this crazy slick down nerd yeah and then all of a sudden you see pretty queen with feathered hair oh my
1: goodness this is the first of many many shots in the movie where he wakes up drenched in sweat yeah they uh, spray him down with the hose before he gets into this bed <laughs> and he just sleeps in a pair of tidy whiteys uh-huh. which I'm, are, I'm not mad at well i think they're
3: a little loose they,
1: yeah they're not quite that tight you know
3: they're, 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 they're definitely not offering any support <laughs>
0: no,
1: not at all but yeah there are several shots of this movie where he wakes up from a dream in a sweat and but that leads me to this weird convention that this movie has with like freddy and like heat the room and that the rooms are always really, really hot. The temperature rises. There's when something Freddy's up around. with the
2: thermostat in the house. And we and should also probably not... and we should also probably say that he, Jesse lives in Nancy's old house from sure. the first movie.
1: Yeah, which is not even a murder house. Oh well, I guess the mom dies. Kind of. Yeah,
2: but that kind of goes with the kind of in the nightmare mythology of what they do with Nancy's house.
1: It becomes Freddy's like
3: lair. Yeah. Or Freddy's point of um, contact. Entry, yeah. yeah. Point of entry, point yeah. of contact, yeah. yeah. Like, you know.
1: But I don't think in this movie, it's not the thermostat. I think in this movie, it's like Freddy's presence creates heat. Because at the party, all the hot dogs explode and the pool boils.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's what they're trying to imply, yeah. obviously. I mean, hell, Freddy's from hell. Devil. yeah. And yeah, boiler they're making, room. They're
1: making a little more satanic. Yeah, the boiler room He Like he's he's burned.
3: Well, didn't he? Never mind. I think I might be wrong about this. Didn't he burn some of the kids too? <sighs> to try to hide them.
1: Maybe. Okay, so this brings me to another point of just like the the idea of Freddy as a person in the mythology of the movie. Right, Freddy at some point I would imagine in the seventies was. I don't know a janitor or something, but he was a child killer in Springwood. Child fucker. They referred him in the first
2: movie as a child killer.
1: They they go they're very specific in the original movies never to say that he fucked any of the kids.
3: Well, they they insinuate the shit out of it though. They do. Yeah.
1: Yes. But it's like off the page, it's but we're really just blatant like, subtext. Yeah, he's not just going to kill now these I, kids. Now we need to watch
3: part one again so we yeah. can see how they handle it. Yeah, I mean, I remember knowing as a child that those kids were getting molested. Oh, for sure. And you know, as a kid, I understood. Yeah. That.
1: So then the the parents of Springwood figure it out, and then they form like this lynch mob, and they kill him by like burning it burning it him up and he dies in the fire.
2: I should probably mention that Nancy's mom is probably one of my all-time favorite characters in movie <laughs> history. Oh, my God,
1: Nancy's mom I is... fucking love that
3: woman
2: yeah. who plays that role.
1: Ronnie Blakely is amazing, and the character of the Marge. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: I liked her dad. Yeah, oh, the d- <laughs> yeah, he's awesome. Surprise.
1: <laughs> no, but my question is this. In, th- in the first movie and in this movie, Freddy's glove, the murder weapon... Of all of the Springfield slasher that killed all these kids ends up in Nancy's parents' basement, in their furnace. Did Nancy have, like, a dead sibling? Why did they get to keep... Why did Nancy's parents... Yeah. Why were they involved in the murder, in the lynching of Freddie? Because Nancy's, her dad was a cop. that was a cop. So he mom, rounded up the lynch mob? No, yeah, yeah he let them do it. <laughs> That's, That's why he felt guilty. I didn't think of that. He That's, let the lynch mob yeah. happen,
3: and then he got he became a part of it, and Nancy's mom was a part of it. So they all were a part of it. Okay. They
0: didn't, so Nancy's parents he's didn't have evidence. kids. He's, he's hiding, hiding ev- oh, evidence. He's hiding the <gasps> evidence.
1: <gasps> that is like, oh, my God. We think we figured it out. I went. We I win. cracked the case. I didn't. I always wondered. I was like, did she have a, kid, a, a sister or something that was murdered by Freddie? But no, the dad was as a cop. Ah, yeah. I love it. Breaking lids wired off. Th- oh, my God. Okay. All right. Okay. So so Jesse finds the glove in this weird, fur- this crazy furnace in this house. Who I don't know what kind of. This is like a Home Alone furnace. That is like yeah. This, this is house. like you know like a
3: '50s furnace yeah. and an '80s home.
1: Yeah, exactly. And there's a there's this headshot
2: <laughs> at the beginning of the stairs that we're just watching this movie and being like, who the fuck is this?
3: Can anyone tell is us? This person yeah. on the
2: wall. If anyone knows who this headshot of this. Woman is right when Jesse walks got, out. If you've got and like goes a, down the stairs. If you've
1: got an eight K TV, like zoom in on that shit. It kind of <laughs> looks like the girl
3: neighbor, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, it kind of looks like Lisa. It's Lisa, kinda. Or maybe it's his mom. She's... I thought it was Phyllis. Because Biller. when we were watching it, you're you're <laughs> right. Up, like please. it's
2: so it's so prominent that it has to be something. Yeah.
3: No. It's meant to be there for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. And m- maybe we. Maybe we need to be on the internet looking at. I up. mean,
1: if we if we want to talk about um, just subtle little things in the background, we we need to get to Jesse's bedroom. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs>
2: and then we need to get to should I start Ron's singing the bedroom? song?
3: Hold <laughs> oh, me, baby, drive <laughs> me <laughs> crazy, touch,
1: touch me Oh night. No. See now that the, Kathy Dennis did cover that song. Yes, but she it was covered it. Dennis. But no, this was this, this was, was years else. before her. Yeah, I. I uh, I Shazammed that song and it yeah, was some I had never heard of this woman. Fonda Ray.
3: I feel like that sounds familiar. Yeah. Fonda. But, you know, like freestyle music. Yeah. Was yeah. The thing, it was defi- thing then. definitely freestyle for sure. Is it,
2: And this is the scene where he's cleaning up his
3: room because oh, his, yeah. cause his doing dad is like
2: you got to go clean up your room. Yeah. And he's like okay. <laughs> and He stomps up the stairs.
1: His he,
3: dad is threatened a couple of
1: times now. Oh my God. The dad yeah. is like n- not having this bedroom full of boxes. The rest of the house is is pretty set, so let's say they they had enough time for that mom to like put everything away. They've been there for a good few months, and Jesse's room is still full of boxes. I would have been yelling at him Jesse too. Jesse really does need to clean up. Young that man, room. what a worthless child! <laughs> I, I don't want to see I don't want to see that uh, that box of probe just yeah. sitting on the floor. Your jock itch. <laughs> your jock itch spray and your Adidas,
3: and
2: he does his little uh, his little dance. He'd oh yeah, that shitting, little dance. Which you know that mm. people always come up to Mark Patton and do that dance at like cons. They oh, Bump their god, ass yeah. up against him. Yeah, yep. yeah.
1: That yeah, bumping the ass to close the drawer. Oh my god! What's
2: like his popper thing that he's releasing? It's just oh, one, that,
1: of that was wooden, one of those toys. Yeah, it's just oh, a little okay. wooden toy. It, but it popped right at the right time. Oh yeah, and his little butt closes the drawer. Oh, that's very. That's how I close my drawer. I don't know. I don't know. I bet if it's closed. I bet it's
3: closed a few drawers.
1: <laughs> Mm-hmm. Heyo!
3: <laughs> Just kidding. Okay.
2: I meant I meant to say earlier in my introduction, but I was reading of the other actors that either read or were considered for Jesse. Sure. So Newline wanted Michael J. Fox, but <laughs> they couldn't.
0: Oh, they okay. couldn't fit it into All his right. busy
2: 1985 schedule because that's All the right. year that he did both Teen Wolf and Back to the Future.
3: How could they have afforded him?
1: Yeah, that yeah.
2: never would have worked. So I And I don't think Michael
3: J. Fox ever would have accepted this.
2: I think Michael J. would have saw it. that
3: gay subtext and said, oh, no, not Alex P. Keaton. Yeah, no No way. ma'am.
2: And then other actors that I think read for Jesse, Brad Pitt. Okay. Could you imagine right. how different Brad Pitt's career would have gone I'm, if he would have done this I'm, movie?
3: I'm kind of feeling a little tingly thinking about it. But <laughs> uh, but it could have been good for him. I mean, it would have got started him earlier. Yeah,
2: for sure. John Stamos and Christian Slater. Both wow. considered also. Okay. Hey,
3: Freddie. <laughs> I'm trying to do my Christian Slater impression and I'm failing. <laughs> Help! Just you do your of, Jack Nichols impression. kind of has a Jack impression. <laughs> no, I know, but I'm failing. I'm not even going to try no more. <laughs> yeah, Just Christian pretend Slater. Pretend it was funny, okay? Interesting
1: choices.
3: Yeah, and then they- John looked. Stamos might have been good, but I think he was a little old at that point even. Yeah. Not old, but you know what I mean? A but little was more, he, doing, he was too much of was a- Was he doing devout... General
1: Hospital at the time?
3: Yeah. No, that's when, about the same time, he did that awesome movie oh with fucking Vanity and Gene Simmons. <sighs> what? This, th- this may be a movie I have to come back for. Oh my God. The name of the movie was called, oh uh, shit. Look it up. Look it I'm up. Quick!
1: looking wait. it up
0: now.
3: Uh, it's, it's, it's so epic. Uh Stargrove. it was the name so of the, the little theme song up?
1: is it Deadly Illusion what is it no
3: no no look up Gene Simmons movies oh my god
1: Vanity was on way too many movies yeah no she was <laughs> she was
3: being passed around jeez Louise Ba-dum-bum.
2: Gene Simmons was in Runaway with Tom Selleck right? he sure was yeah Gene,
3: I'm telling you Gene Simmons plays a hermaphrodite hermaphrodite oh, yeah. drag queen what? called Dragnar Dragnar oh I'm telling you this, this I'm coming back we're doing this movie
1: together Geez, he's got a lot of credits. Never to too young to build. die is oh the name of the movie. Gosh. I just thought of it. Never wow. too young to die.
3: A VHS classic.
1: 1986. Velvet Von Bragner. Oh my god.
2: So, do you know anything about Mark Patton's career before this movie? I, is that kind of an interesting I don't think he had a whole lot of fun after it, so he started out as a as sort of a model and then he got TV work and then he went on stage for when he coming back to the five and nine, Jimmy Dean with Cher,
3: didn't he start out in New York and move to Hollywood? Yeah, yeah. so he
2: did that. That play with Cher. Is
3: that what? Is that what it's called? Yeah, and then he did, and then he did the movie. Well, I know I from what I heard and and from TV shows and YouTube. He was getting a lot of grief from his management team about being too gay. Yeah, yeah. they were tr- they were trying to. You need to butch up. You need you cannot go here. We do not want to- people will go to the the eagle to see you. They will you know they see they send people out looking for people. Oh my god! They will find yeah. out you are gay. They will find oh out god. everyone's gay. You cannot go to gay bars. You cannot do this. You cannot. And it was really upsetting to him because you know here he is, young, blonde, gay, and fucking Los Angeles, probably wanting to live it up. Yeah, and you know it's like okay my career or I don't get to be who I am yeah and I think that's what kind of led him to stage stuff more so because I think at that point he was just like I'm a homo get into it yeah you know? for sure I think I might I'm, I'm probably a little off on the timing there but basically I think I got the overshadow of it
1: yeah no that sounds about right that's mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of what I when what
2: well, also when this movie came out I don't think it really helped his career all that much
3: I think, I think they thought it was going to be his starter. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. But if anything, it kind of did not showcase him very well. Yeah. Except for he's the best male screamer in a horror movie <laughs> that
2: I've ever encountered. Yeah. And it's one of those things that both him and Kim Myers, I don't think are bad actors. I think it's just how they're directed. I felt like I felt like Kim Myers
3: was in other things. I feel like I remember her after that and before that even. Yeah. I just remember an episode of Six Feet Under she did.
2: Oh. That's my only reference for Kim Myers. Yeah. I
3: feel like she did some like small '80s movies. I mean, I used to live like VHS world. That was like my weekends at dad's. You know, dad would go to the movie store and you know what do you want to watch? And i come back like 10 videos. He'd be like, you can't watch all those. <laughs> They're like, yes, I yes, can. I
1: can't watch me. <laughs> and,
3: and Kim Meyer strikes
2: me as the type of working actress in the 80s that would have read for like Haviland Morris' role in 16 Candles and probably not gotten the
3: callback. I could probably believe you I, I, I have a feeling she probably went up against Molly Ringwald and shit back then definitely yeah. like, I mean, she was, she was in, like a pretty
1: redhead yeah she was in White Palace with Susan Sarandon do you remember Ooh. White Palace I, I think
3: I do remember that actually I think she may have actually been a good actress in that James one. Spader
1: and Susan Sarandon that's the one that I remember James Spader will bring it out in you yeah. <laughs> no but Scott I think you're right I think this movie movie is kind of lazily directed like there's not really yeah. a lot going on visually <laughs> I feel like they were like kids do your thing yeah and the director the director, like,
2: he claims that he knew nothing of this gay subtext. He, sure. He talks about, in the documentary Scream Queen, yeah. which is a really comprehensive look at the making of this movie. Yes. That follows Mark Patton as he kind of tracks down the writer of this movie and kind of yes. questions him of what <laughs> what were your motives when you did, did this you movie. Did you kind of feel like it was, like,
3: the real fucking... I mean, for better terminology, kind of like nazi She He was like chasing him down almost like, <laughs>
0: what did you do to me?
3: You yeah. did this to me. I, mean, I don't know. It
1: kind of felt really... It was a, v- a vendetta. It was very... Yeah, it, like, made, yeah, it, it, did, it
3: felt like, you know...
1: It was you know, his Rambo. He puts like, him on the
3: spot. <laughs> you wronged me as a yeah. child.
1: Yeah. But,
3: but I mean, you know... The fact Robert. is, he got a great movie handed to him. Yeah, it was you know the time and uh, what better movie to be in as, as a no name actor than a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but But you know they mishandled the movie. They didn't know what they were handed, and then once they kind of figured out what they were handed, it looked like they were afraid of what they were handed. So like, let's butch this Queenie movie up as much as possible.
1: True.
2: And, and what I was saying earlier, the director claims that he knew of. He didn't know any of the subtext. Even when they talk about shooting at the bar, he just had no idea this was a like a SM. But even Robert, bar. but even yep. Robert and
1: Glenn, I mean, he read the script. Robert yeah. knew, so I he mean, knew that yeah. scene. This scene in particular, the way he's like touching Jesse with his like yes, uh, come on, he's coming at him like a leather cold, daddy. Like, a matter of fact, does,
3: does he not say, "I'm your daddy now"?
1: He says, "Your daddy can't help you anymore."
3: Oh okay, I could have sworn he said it. it Must be my fantasies. I need you, Jesse. I
0: need you, Jesse. Uh, We got special work to do here, you and me. You've got the body. I've got the brain.
2: Yeah, it's a very intimate scene too because they're super close to each they're very other.
1: Close. Stroking, he's stroking him. his mouth. He's like got his fingers like on like Jesse's mouth. Like it's super. It's like they're intense. almost
3: going to make out. Your daddy can't help you now. Yeah,
1: yeah, because because Jesse's calling for his dad and he says your daddy can't help. It's like oh my god. But yeah, it's like he read that that scene and was mm-hmm. like, okay, I get this.
3: I think if anyone's gonna get it, it would have been Robert. E. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: he seems like he knows what the hell's up. So, but there's a lot of dialogue like that in this movie. Well, that's the whole way he
3: talks to Jesse is totally Leather Daddy in the corner with a twink. Yes. I yeah. mean, he just, the way he just like bosses him and dominates him. Yeah.
1: Well, we should say that, like, in a normal nightmare movie, it's he just comes to these kids in their dreams and kills them individually, one by one. In this movie, he comes to Jesse and he's like, I need you to do my bidding in the real world.
3: It's more of a possession. Yeah. So for
1: some reason, Freddy can't reach the other kids in their dreams. He's possessing Jesse to go and kill them for...
2: It's almost like the screenwriter didn't even watch the first movie. Yes. And he was just given like a brief synopsis about it. Yeah.
3: I kind of think they were told to do their own thing. I almost think – Probably. I almost think – wasn't. there was a, I, I think I saw that online. Yeah. But I mean, Wes Craven wasn't involved with yeah. this movie. I mean, yeah. he wasn't involved
2: for m- most of the I sequels. have a feeling Wes
3: Craven would not have appreciated
2: this yeah. movie.
1: No, no way.
2: And I don't know what the circumstances that they didn't get Wes Craven back.
3: I think he had something else to do. Because they they wanted this so quick, yeah, yeah, and, and he probably was like on to project number two, yeah,
2: for know. sure. Probably wanted higher demands of the, the budget and the screenplay, and they just had to bust this shit out pretty quick within well, a year.
3: Yeah, they had that back then there was no waiting five years between movies mm-hmm. like they do now. Yeah, tension span's gone. Yeah, I mean, the t- Freddie would have not been what he is if they would have done if that. they waited. Yeah, like he dominated the '80s.
1: Yeah, there were like, the, I mean, there still are, but there were like kid Halloween costumes of Freddy. Like, that's crazy. I'm going to be a sexy Freddy right (laughs) now. (laughs) Well, I mean,
2: it's kind of like uh, if you had to pick of something in pop culture that's pretty close to that, like, four years ago, did anyone give a shit about it? Or just, like, the...
1: And Pennywise the is, like Pennywise everywhere now. The Pennywise it is
2: everywhere when you go into, like, a spirit of Halloween oh, or of a course. party city. Yeah. I mean, that's every heterosexual yeah. male's choice of costume.
1: <laughs> I mean, they, you know. Well, but what I love, though, now is that we're in, like, this postmodern, like, so much time has passed. Like, seeing, like, drag Freddy. Is really funny.
3: Oh no, I I, that was actually on my Halloween list of last year, (laughs) and then I actually saw someone do it properly, and I was like, "Fuck that noise!" Uh I was like, "I was like, I'll never look that cute." (laughs) Who did
1: you see do it? Do you remember? It was something something online. Oh okay.
3: None of the bitches around here.
1: (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) There's one that I saw that was that was decent. It was cute. I mean, you gotta admit that that, that that.
3: You know, melting face is kind of hard to do.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. You have to do kind of a makeup, just a beauty. No, makeup I mean, I would. Look. I you did a. You can't do prosthetics. I did, a f- I
2: did a Freddie look a few years ago, when, and we used over-the-counter beauty project. How'd, beauty you, melt, how'd, how'd you, you melt your face? It was through like. It was an illusion. It was an illusion. We used like <laughs> lip gloss and like lipstick. We did like, and we, we blended it all together. It sounds. It actually really looked pretty good. I'll sounds, post a picture of it.
1: Sounds really pretty. <laughs> it was done all with like contour and highlight. Like it wasn't done with <laughs> it, it. yeah, it was all feeling illusion. Creative. Yeah. Come on, Nat. It wasn't. There was no no prosthetics at all. But that's that's how I roll. I
3: I, I wish I I can't wait to see this photo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll, we'll maybe post maybe it it will, we'll post a picture. Of maybe it. it'll revive my need to be a. Sexy <laughs> prostitute Freddy Krueger in a dress with heels and and a murdering glove.
1: Yeah. And I do love, I mean, there are some, there's some crusty ones, but there are some good drag Pennywise looks. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. some good. I mean, you mean yeah. Dragula? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just kidding, love you, all the Dragula girls who we love. I uh, love, I love a Dragula. I'm, a gonna ass, I'm gonna get
3: my ass. i get my ass whipped as we
1: <laughs> We love a spooky queen. Come on, oh, I live. I live <laughs> for those girls. Yeah, they're amazing, and they're all welcome on the show, of
2: course. <laughs> Come I on, we still have episodes to catch up on in the new season.
1: Well, there's two previous seasons of, of girls to to get on here uh, as well. This, uh, so, um. Where oh we didn't even talk about the Fu Manchu Cheerios. Yeah, uh, what is wrong with <laughs> us? Talk
2: about a talk about a talk about a prop that you could never have in 2019.
1: Fu Manchu. Whatever, I'm eating them right now. That was the. Name. I would love to have a box of Fu Manchu. Nope. Let's talk about the fact that he was green. Yeah, why was he green? What the the okay. The I'm mascot the, for Fu Manchu was weird.
3: I'm, I'm you know and of course me being a superhero freak, I'm like, are they talking about the Mandarin? <laughs> you know what I
1: mean? But Is that from Iron Man? Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, the fail, fail. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's. Well, the whole thing was to set up that the prize inside was like the fingernails. The long fingernails. <laughs> she <laughs> should have just been eating a bag of bugles. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Do
2: you think that like... have
1: <laughs> so
3: funny? She'd be like, clank, clank, ledge, yes, clank, clank, clank. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna check out my drip, girl. <laughs> <laughs> These
2: fingernails just loosen this box of cereal.
1: Clack
0: clack
1: clack. <laughs> oh my god! What if they had like a character, or what if the mom was like super like sassy and cha cha, and she would like she came home and got like some some really fierce acrylics, and she's like, "Do you like my manicure, clack, hair, Clack 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 bitch. clack clack clack. <laughs> You were you were noting that uh Jesse's mom's kinda slamming.
3: She's kinda like, fierce. She's like got, she's got her, her daytime heels on and she her had V a nice necks. Pump. And that <laughs> sassy cut. Meanwhile, the dad is a total doucher.
1: The dad looked just like a grandpa.
3: He is unnecessary.
0: Yeah, yeah. The
1: mom but the mom was cute. She had like she had her cute v neck. And you can nice kinda tell her pump. face. She's like, Why am I here? Yeah, for sure. She's like, Why can't Freddie me off in the first scene? Yeah, but I I definitely feel like they should have played off like, like Lisa like Lisa was trying to get her credit card out of like out of out of, <laughs> out of, the, parking out of the parking meter and she's like Jesse I can't get my credit card out my like, nails like, <laughs> clack clack clack.
3: What if that was like a huge trigger? Like th- the whole movie was him getting triggered and bawling That's and screaming over was, everyone's nails. Yeah, he hey Jesse, we're going to a drag show.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Well, uh, the opportunity that'll be in the remake of. of I think we just remade it. (laughs) It's
3: probably gonna do better.
1: We can get Jackie Earl Haley on board to come back. Yeah, (laughs) yes. (laughs) Who would be Jesse in the new Nightmare Two?
2: I mean, Garrett Clayton, obviously. Ooh, I like it. Uh, Who? Garrett Clayton. Are you familiar with Garrett Clayton? He's this little queen that was. Please let me know.
1: (laughs) He was in the Teen Beach Party movie. He was in Hairspray Live. He was in King Cobra.
3: Okay. Yeah, he
1: was. What's his name? In King King was,
3: Cobra. I think I'm, I think I'm arriving now. He yeah. was what's his
2: name in King Cobra? Yeah, with with Kristen Slater. I'm I'm here for it. There you I'm go. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm definitely here for it. I love Garrett Clayton. Come on the show anytime.
1: You're welcome on. He's doing. A, Come over anytime. He's, he's doing do, a drag Pennywise thing right now. Yeah, He's doing Pennywise right now. He's doing one of those uh, uh, unauthorized musicals. Oh, I feel like there's
2: once there's one like once every month in this city. <laughs>
1: They have those a lot in Hollywood. Like podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're a dime a dozen.
2: Oh, so we need to talk about the P.E. scene. <laughs>
1: Can oh, we? Oh, my goodness. Which one? Which one? Oh, my goodness. So the opening P.E. scene, yes.
2: which I love in movies when there's a P.E. scene, that there's just like five activities going on at once. Like Lisa's shooting a bow and arrow. They're playing, oh, yeah. They're playing like softball. And I...
1: But they're yeah, there's archery, like archery, there's archery, softball,
2: football, yeah. softball—they're just going on at once.
3: Well, you know, I can explain that being a PE teacher. <laughs> um, well, you know, there's girls PE coaches and boys PE coaches, yeah. and they're probably just sharing the field. Sure, yeah, because you know it's a beautiful day every day in Ohio. This is true, and it's 75 every day for mm-hmm. the high. Yeah, also true. Uh
1: huh.
2: And we're also introduced to um, uh, Ron, Grady. Played by yeah. Robert Rustler. Yeah. Oh Jesus. From Super weird, sexy from Weird Science. I can, I, Vamp. I, I, I,
3: my first hard-ons.
2: <laughs> he still <laughs> looks good. When we went to a screening of uh, Screen Queens at Outfest, uh, he was there and he still looks good. Yeah. I
3: I can only imagine. Uh, he is just so damn delicious. I and, remember him from Weird Science. And I loved him then. Loved yeah. him. Loved him. I loved him the most though. And Vamp. and Vamp, Yeah. I mean, I think he was just kind of everything in that yeah. movie. But, um, yeah, I loved his character. Just so damn so sexy. So
1: what I remember specifically as a kid is not understanding what a jockstrap was.
3: <laughs> Why does that underwear have no back Why
1: does that underwear have no backside?
3: I remember when I learned what they were and when I started seventh grade, we had to wear them in pee. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And I didn't find them sexy at all no, back then. No, not that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not then i well, remember th- i remember my introduction to jockstraps was this movie and then a few years later in a little movie called steel magnolias oh jesus yeah <laughs> you get a is good locker graper, room Obergin? <laughs> Obergin. shut up
2: you get a good locker room scene in that
1: movie <laughs> i'm like show me that ass you're Damn making it. a fool out of yourself clary
3: yeah that oh, scene remember is a the movie. remember that the shower or the shower scene from um just a little whorehouse oh Texas. my goodness yeah
1: that is too much. Okay,
3: we're way off topic. Yeah. But this brings <laughs> us back strap. The, to Jesse's sweet ass yeah. in the jockstrap. Yes. So they Wrestling end up, on the ground. They end with up Grady.
2: Just, uh. Yeah, wrestling on the ground. Pants, pants around the ankles. Yeah, Pants,
1: optional. (laughs) Uh, Jesse is definitely getting road rash on his ass. Oh, my God. He had to pick sticks out of that pussy forever. Yeah, that looked uncomfortable. And this
2: is when we're first given the introduction of the P.E. teacher. Mm -hmm. Coach Snyder. Coach Snyder. Just riding these kids hard, (laughs) making them do, do, like, planking. Like, did you notice that when they were doing push-ups, they were just holding...
1: I, I thought some, some of that position. was because they
3: were just talking, I think.
1: Yeah. Or else I thought it was because they were had to do so many push-ups that they were just tired yeah. and they're just like, fuck it.
3: Well, and they want to talk and then gave him the opportunity to explain to Jesse about the coach. There
1: you go. And to also work those glutes, just like hold that yeah. pose.
2: I like the relationship in this movie because they start out that you think that they're going to be like... Yeah. Enemies. Enemies. Yeah, yeah. But then, Like they, Grady's going to be his bully or something. But then they just turn into best girlfriends. Yeah. <laughs> throughout yeah. this movie.
1: He breaks into Grady's bedroom later on. It's his only way to turn to. Yeah. There, okay. Oh, I guess we'll get there when we get there. But there's just some parts of the script, like when he's in the room with Grady, and right before that in the cabana. But we'll we'll talk. But I kind of feel more.
3: like, you know what... That scene that we're not supposed to skip to, but we are, Grady's acting is way better than anyone else's.
1: Oh in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's
2: more kind of living in the moment. I like that in the in the lunchroom scene, he does the whole entire scene with his mouthful. Food in his mouth. Because you yeah. can tell that that actor probably just showed up and was just like, "Well, I got nothing to work with. I'll no, just, one, no direction. I'll just yeah. do this whole scene with food in my mouth. Is it okay I, if I just I, do think, it? I think
3: that'll be funny. Well, I mean, come on, that's what an immature jockey high school Exca- guy might,
2: yeah. might do. Exactly. At
3: least it's kind of adding something. Yeah, yeah. And then and then what's Then <laughs> Jesse gets. Queens out again. Oh, man. What? What, 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 Whatever. Grady.
1: (laughs) That. I I was like, stop. I didn't get that clip. I wish I did, but that little line delivery is, like, the
0: bitchiest. Can
3: you clip that and send that to me so I can just, (laughs) you know, that'd be like. (laughs) <laughs> Every time someone pisses me off, I'll be like,
1: what? we'll post a video of it
3: and put it <laughs> on our Instagram.
1: <laughs> nice. For sure. <laughs> yeah, but no, they do, they do end up having an, a nice friendship, but it's all based on the fact that their PE teacher is a dick and just keeps giving them, like, push-ups. Because <laughs> they keep calling them out and, like...
3: You know, by the end of the you know the end of the year with that coach, you are gonna be hot as fuck.
1: Oh my god, I know they're gonna be all ripped because <laughs> they keep getting pushed. But I mean, this PE teacher, it's like, is he secretly like into S and M? No, I don't
3: think it's that secret because cause Grady said it. He goes, he's a pervert. He hangs out at local S and M bars. he say. called it out. Yeah, that's that's your introduction. Yeah. and he's like, no way. He's like, yeah, that's right,
2: man. I want to see a whole movie of the story of this PE teacher. I think, well,
3: you know, personally, I think they should have had more scenes with him and Grady together, you know, not just, I mean, of course I want that being the big old (laughs) homo I am, but I, I'm just saying like that their, their friendship to me was just as anchored as the female. Yes. And, and it was, if the movie was done, I think, and done the way it was supposed to be instead of being half-stepped, it probably would have done that way.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. You're absolutely right. It's like they had to go with the romantic relationship. Oh,
3: you, you got to keep it straight. Yeah, yeah.
1: But at least with his relationship with Grady, it's like it had an arc. Yeah. Because it started yeah. off antagonistic, and then they became friends.
3: Well, with the girl, there was like, okay, how Who did it, how, yeah. how, how <laughs> do they yeah. even know each other? Yeah. But
2: you know what's weird is that they almost introduce it that she's like, oh, she just gives me a ride to school. Yeah. Like, she kind of thinks he's a loser, and then yeah. she turns around real quick. Ready for the day. Yeah.
1: Ready, yeah, when she's talking to her, like, her sassy friend, vaguely ethnic, oh, mean, friend yeah. with sort Dark of Latina ex, yeah, sort of,
2: she wouldn't be Latina, she would be Italian, you think, if, if in, the, in be an be 80s, in 80s, in Ohio, yeah, yeah. In, in Ohio, <laughs> I
3: don't know, yeah. I, actually, Latin in Ohio, in the 80s, uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, okay, but you know, she, she definitely filled that element of saucy. Sassy lady. She
1: reminded me of of Samantha's friend in Sixteen Candles. Yeah, to the T. You know, just cool. maybe a little, maybe a little less dykey. Yeah, but yeah. definitely to the T. Yeah, for sure. But she was just very much like a little bit more rocker, a little bit more edgy. Than she's our... kind of like the weightlifter one in uh... in part four. <laughs> part four. Oh, oh yeah, the one that turns into a cockroach. Uh,
2: I <laughs> I kind of like the junkie in part that... four. Where she's like, oh yeah. That scene with that cockroach, I think, is one of the most fucking disgusting scenes ever committed to film. It's pretty gross. It just it is so fucking
1: gross. Yeah. I used to rewind it. Yeah. I was fascinated by that cockroach. I'll tell you what I used to rewind was that, uh, that jockstrap that jock scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Oh, my God. It, stop. And my, I have to make up excuses to my brother why I'm doing that. I'm like, I think you can see something. Stop. It, maybe it's a clue. There's like a UFO my, in the background. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile my brother is like just eye rolling as hard as he can. <laughs> You're just going, looking at butts. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you homo.
1: Yeah, I mean, they really had any excuse to get Jesse without clothes. And that kind of makes me feel like if it was... A girl, in that role, anytime we saw Nancy in pajamas, she Nancy would wear full pajamas, like bottoms. Well, it's pretty
3: sheer that little white number. Yeah, true. I mean, she got it out of the bathtub a little bit.
1: Oh yeah, yeah you kind of I mean,
3: did see a little boob not, in the bathtub. I mean, That's I mean true. You right, know, not right. uh, not much. Yeah. You know, Johnny
1: Depp. Oh oh no, he had uh, his little half uh, shirt. Johnny Depp in that little crop top. Yeah. <laughs> now,
3: now let's talk about the sex scenes from other movies that we. <laughs>
1: Hey, it counts. It's all. It's all part of the nightmare family. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay,
3: so Jesse and the Jog Strap are
2: oh moving along.
1: Oh my goodness. To so we should S&M probably coach.
2: we should probably just cut right to Jesse sleepwalking, sure. wandering Which out of his time? house at night. Yeah, when he goes to the bar, barefoot, Yes! barefoot in
3: the rain,
1: Dredged and dripping, to uh, an S and M bar, a very I'm female curious. heavy. Yes.
2: I'm curious where this bar is say fontana i read on imdb for shooting locations a bar in fontana so maybe
3: (laughs) like excuse us we're taking over tonight we're gonna invite all the freaks from hollywood in and (laughs) bring leather or leather-esque attire please and heavy on the esque.
2: yeah i would have liked to have seen this casting call when they got all of these people there
3: (laughs) basically friday's a precinct please come over
2: (laughs) yeah seriously (laughs) But yeah, there's
3: like there's like punk and rocker chicks there too. Yeah, I mean, which for an SNM bar, I could see it, but I I I just remember maybe it's just because where I took it in my head. Yeah, how when the you know about him being like leather daddy. Yeah, you know because it sounded more salacious to me, or it felt more salacious to me than just you know some straight dude that's into SM. But I don't think there's anything straight about him. No, he. He was definitely gonna pound down oh, yeah. oh my God. Miss Jesse. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So the, let's just to break it down. Jesse walks into the bar and says, "I'll have a beer," and the bartender gives played, him a beer.
2: Played by Bob Shea. Yes, executive Robert, yeah. at, executive at Newline. Line. Who greenlit Shea the movie. New Line. Looking that at, is the guy who greenlit Lord of the Rings. Yep. If you can really wrap your mind around that,
3: I can. I'm still stuck on his beautiful v-dress with the cuff oh my goodness and the lipstick but
1: so okay so let's say this he's a high school gym teacher but in his normal life he's like into s&m he goes to this bar at night you know but he he keeps everything separate and he sees a student there okay instead of running for his
3: life yeah
1: he doesn't turn around and say oh fuck i gotta hide but but the student is ordering a drink and he knows Jesse's underage, so he's yeah, like,
3: but, but it's, uh, like why, so at are, 16, why would motivation? you be? I wouldn't be afraid of getting in trouble for having a beer. Yeah, he should be worried that his lesson in bar is going to get in trouble, yeah, right? For
1: serving, yeah, for serving a beer. But it's like, is, is the teacher saying, okay, kid, you're underage drinking this beer? I'm not going to turn you in. No, now you, you're, you're gonna saying, go run laps.
3: He's saying, "Okay, you're in the fucking gay bar, yeah, and I and I'm gonna tell everyone you're a homo, exactly. Probably, or he's gonna just or the Jesse at that point is kind of catatonic, yeah. And he's probably just drug him, easy prey." I don't know. Yeah, just, I feel like he should have. The creep factor was definitely present. Yeah,
1: it's confusing. It's confusing. He yeah. uh, he wouldn't have taken him back to school to run laps. He would have taken him back to his apartment.
3: Well, he's wearing him down, but, yeah. it, but his school's where he feels his power. There you go. You know, as
1: a dominator or. There you go. Okay. Whatever. All right. All right. I see it. I see it. It's his dungeon. It is. It is. <laughs> and it's where he meets his undoing. I
3: mean, in the I can shower. think of a lot of asshole PE coaches that. I could just picture it,
1: <laughs>
0: and they weren't even S and M people.
3: <laughs> they were more like M
1: <laughs> This scene where he gets killed, yeah, yeah. Would that kill you? Yeah, no,
3: I didn't think that either. I'm like, yeah, it's gonna hurt like hell, and you're gonna unless you just bleed out over yeah, time. Yeah. So,
2: <laughs> <but> <laughs> remind me, this is Freddie doing this, but no, when you see it, it's Jesse. No, doing No, it's it. Jesse doing it, but how it's shot is that. It's like the invisible man. Yeah, you don't see anybody doing it. You don't it. see anybody doing it. Yeah.
1: The towels are flying in. Uh, <laughs> smacking him on the ass. Yeah. Dude, that
3: that was hot.
1: Yeah. Tied up with, with jump ropes tied to the to the shower nozzles. And yeah, the, the
2: It's kinda cool how they shot that scene of all of the PE equipment flying at him. See that, now
3: that that they probably spent more money doing that than yeah. yeah. paying an actor. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that actor went on to work with uh, Paul Verhoeven. He's in. He's in. Oh, he's in um, tons of shit in the eighties. Yeah. He's in Total Recall. He's in Total Recall and uh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes I That's totally. why he was. He's a part of Verhoeven's like little troop stock company. Yeah. So okay. So the thing is, we see. We kind of see Freddie there, but it's implied that Jesse actually did it. Yeah. Well,
3: yeah. It's implied, or it's implied. You know that he was part of it. It's yeah.
1: Like And this is where Jesse starts to say, starts saying things like, There's something inside of me. There's someone inside Mm -hmm. of me. Someone wants to be inside of me. (laughs) I mean, this kind of language.
3: Of course they do. Of course they do. You're blonde and you got a nice ass.
2: And this is when everyone that's on set is reading the script for the day and they're just like, He wants to be inside me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All
1: right. I just picture, I I picture Robert questions. Yeah. I picture
2: Robert
3: England over in the corner just laughing. <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. He knows what's going on. Um, okay. Lisa's having a party, which we think may be a birthday party. Possibly. Because there's Are, a cake. Possibly her coming out debutante her,
2: ball.
3: White, gr- white girl quinceanera.
1: Yeah, exactly. But Jesse goes begrudgingly. Grady's grounded, so he can't go. Was he really grounded? It was. He said, I, "I didn't understand that scene." It sounded like he said, "I pushed my grandma down the stairs." I d- it did. and I was like, "What?" But I mean, obviously, he didn't do that. But he didn't go. Maybe he just didn't want to. But I, th- I just assumed he actually was grounded.
3: Well, you know, he obviously knew what was going on. I guess they all s- kind of live in the same little. Yeah,
1: yeah. Neighborhood. Sure, more or less. But I mean, it was a big party at, yeah. at Lisa's mansion.
2: This this pool setup is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, this the pool is nuts. It's that like,
2: cabana, man. All of the activities that could happen in that cabana. There's room. There's a
1: full-on pool house.
3: I'm activating right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm eating
1: <laughs> Activia. Uh, <laughs> makes you poop. So okay. The future's bright. <laughs> there's this. There's a scene in the pool house with Jesse and Lisa. Uh huh. And if you listen to the dialogue. But imagine the roles reversed with Jesse's character being a, a female character and Lisa's character being a male character.
2: Because she's like coming on to him.
1: But not only that. Well, no kidding, fag. Yeah, but not only that. Well, let's let's listen.
0: I want to help you. How can you help me?
2: What are you going to do for me? Look, I feel like I'm losing my
1: mind. And I don't want you to watch me fall apart. I'm afraid to go to sleep. I'm afraid
3: to stay awake. I'm ruining your party. They're going to take me away.
0: Come on, don't say that. Listen, we'll stay up all night if we have to. I'm not going to let anything happen to you.
1: She's like the protector.
3: She's playing the role of the protector boyfriend. was yeah. not exactly what I was thinking. But <laughs> I was thinking sell- she is selling that puss <laughs> to that gay boy she really yeah she's really uh no you know what she's not
1: taking the hint <laughs>
3: you know or she i think she sees it more than he does and she just uh, she's gonna change those ways i was
1: gonna say she she just thinks that he hasn't found the right girl isn't that what they always think <laughs> mm-hmm. well you well how would you know unless you've tried it <laughs> you don't know me <laughs> so yeah i just feel like some the 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 dialogue is so weird in this yeah. movie. Yeah, it w- it went from like
3: gallant to creepy and like yeah. in the same sense to me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Also,
3: and she, you know, I'll stay with you. You know, okay. Yeah, I'll will
1: stay up all night if I have. I won't let anything happen to you. But that's when he just. Well, they do start making out, and he gets the like Freddy dildo in his mouth. You would think uh, <laughs> that tongue of death,
3: <laughs> and it almost looks like he's gonna eat her out. Well, it, in, to me, it was like. I was a little confused because I feel like, you know, Freddie's coming around like when he's kind of feeling a little homo Sure. But this time it's opposite of that. You know, you think Freddie would have, maybe Freddie would have let him have this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's just about him caring about something or, or, or just Freddie just wanting to fuck him all the damn time period. I don't know. Or Freddie, maybe Freddie just wanted a piece himself. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Needless to say, I'm. I'm glad they didn't fuck.
1: Maybe in that scene, it was Jesse understanding that he wasn't into it, and he really wished it was Grady. So that's why Freddie was like,
3: "You know what? Maybe you are right." Yeah,
2: and then he goes right to Grady's bedroom after.
3: Where are you gonna go? You're gonna go find that dick.
1: Yeah, he pretty much breaks in a. In a Grady's house, we were
2: we were <laughs> dissecting everything that Grady had in his bedroom and dreaming
3: that it was ours. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I remember as a kid just saying, "When I get older, I'm gonna have room just like those, just like that." Yeah,
2: he has like a leather love seat. In his room, that probably cost like two thousand dollars in the eighties, right?
3: It was beautiful, like you know, designer, Italian designer. What yeah. was
2: uh, what was his posters on the wall? It's covered in posters.
3: the guy from uh, uh the uh,
2: nether ending story guy, Lamal. Lamal, Lamal, Lamal. Like who?
3: What American male? Has <laughs> <So> Lamal? <laughs> what heterosexual American male? <laughs> yeah, Lamal. I mean, maybe if you're a European boy yeah. growing up, yeah, but you know, this like. This pretty Euro trash guy. Yeah. Then he also had um, a Tina Turner. Yeah, in the background. Mm-hmm. And then he had um his power station. Yeah. And then he had some metal band I saw. W- yeah. Which looked kind of delicate. It didn't look like a. <laughs> <laughs> look like gay boy metal band, but yeah. Or you know Hollywood, you know. Try yeah. to of the name. His bed. Uh, King, she- Cobra. King, oh, King Cobra. King Cobra. Yeah. His bed, like sheets and cover were also pretty cool like satin or something i can i can remember asking my mom for ones like his oh my god that like geometric pattern she told me to get a job (laughs) i was seven you know it's okay he had
1: great wallpaper yes super 80s wallpaper where do you
3: or you know i mean i where would you even buy wallpaper like that in ohio
1: i don't even know your builders emporium if they had that before that was before home depot for sure it was before everything yeah (laughs) but
3: i mean but that uh, it was just elegant and 80s as hell
1: it was a great room and all the uh, a lot of the posters were were at an angle like you would i mean yeah
3: every stylistic money was spent on grady's room
1: yes because it wasn't on jesse's room it It sure wasn't on jesse's house god
3: those farmer hunting pictures that house
1: was very like uh thrift store yes booger. But this scene led us to uh, this great moment.
0: I want to help you.
1: Not that moment. I heard that one already. There's
3: something inside of me. Mm -hmm. And last night it made me go to my sister's room.
1: Yeah. And tonight with Lisa on the cabana, it started to happen again. I think you are seriously losing it, bro. I'm scared, Grady. Something is trying to get inside my body. Yeah, and she's female and she's waiting for you in the cabana. And you want to sleep with me.
0: Ooh! <laughs> no kidding! Wow!
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's when we need our other thing that says whatever, Grady.
1: <laughs> whatever, Grady.
3: You guys noticed that without seeing it, he does it. His vo- hearing him doesn't sound near as horrible as seeing and
1: hearing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
3: you get that strained face of him yeah, going, it's
1: just a very like. Prissy face. Oh, mm. she was letting us have it. <laughs> yes, indeed. But um, this is when Freddie like emerges from Jesse's body. Yeah, from within the depths of Jesse's
3: abdomen, <laughs> wearing that bitch like a jacket. Yeah,
1: so gross.
2: Like literally wearing him like a jacket. Yeah, like he, he, he threw, threw him, off, him off like a coat. Like shrugged him to
1: the floor. <laughs> It's like a like Aretha, like walking out on stage with like her furs, just like done with this. All,
3: I, all, all I'm picturing is arms, <laughs> sagging arms. Oh man, st- oh, stop.
1: <laughs> but yeah, and then he just straight up kills Grady. Yeah, bye girl, bye girl, bye. It was sad.
3: I'm like, why you gotta kill hot, such hot ass?
1: So, did Grady see Jesse, or did Grady see Freddie? That's what I think that's that, the question. I, I wanna say that Grady saw Freddy, but
3: that said I don't know. Yeah. But I feel because like, I feel yeah. like he would have pled for his life if it, he would have saw. If his, it was Jesse. Yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Instead
3: of being so fucking horrified.
2: Yeah, he
1: was screaming like, what the fuck?
2: So do you think that when Freddie attacks the party? The party, oh, they geez. can see Jesse?
1: No, I think they see Freddy. Or Freddie. Okay. Because nobody says Jesse and, and that is- one guy's like, hey man. Like,
2: so
3: yeah, so he literally turns into Freddy
0: yeah.
2: at this
3: scene. Because I think they would have addressed him as Jesse. Yeah, I think. Jesse, why are you doing this? Yeah, Jesse. Kids. And I think people would have been braver to fight him. Yeah. Like, I, if I, one of my fucking kids I went to school with started trying to attack, but I'd knock the shit yeah, out of I him. Yeah, I think enough people at the or party at least would I be I like, try. try. Yeah. Gang up on him.
1: Yeah, I think they, they saw Freddy. And this is where it gets non-nightmare canon, because Freddy yeah. doesn't do this kind of shit comes after you in your dream. That's the Man, idea.
3: I also let everyone know that this movie had the highest kill count of any of them.
1: Because of that damn party. That damn party. It had to My be. My favorite's
3: when they step on the dude's neck trying to get over the fence. I forgot about There's that. There's people Crack. boiling yeah. in the pool. Yes. Yeah. They're trampling
1: and Meanwhile, they're, not,
3: they're boiling but they're not making a whole lot of effort to get out.
1: No, yeah. They're just still frolicking. Like, eh. They're
2: like jumping in that pool. Did you notice that? Yeah, jump in that pool that's yeah. steaming, girl.
3: <laughs> Stick. <laughs> ignorant idiot kids i know i know
2: and they
1: couldn't have been very drunk the parents were out there like the entire party why would and why would you not ran to the house yeah
2: oh we were obsessed with the parents when watching it they're so sexy the mom's
1: down to the she was wearing this like morgan fairchild like jumpsuit Uh, a a totally baby pink jumpsuit with a white leather Mm -hmm.
3: belt (laughs) with her loose perm red-headed hair. At least yeah. at least the mom and daughter have matching Yeah, hair. they had to match them up to That was that was definitely <laughs> some planning for that the was show. A choice somewhere. And you know, the dad's like this you know kind of butch, kind of like office dad, you know, <laughs> given real dad bod. Yeah. And the mom pretty much is offering blowjobs jobs to get him to leave the party, let her yeah. daughter have fun. <laughs> and, you know, so the dad finally gets it. He goes upstairs yep. and still worries about the party. So mom must not be doing it right. No. <laughs>
1: Weren't they watching a movie or Send something? Send Jesse up there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Jesse would have put him right to bed. So, <laughs> right to head.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I mean this this party's insane. Yeah. But Jesse ends up murdering. Isn't it weird five that I still kids? kinda want
3: to go to this party?
1: It looked fun.
2: Well, uh, then she has to make her way to um, access chemicals. Or oh man, she's wh- gonna she's gonna turn into the Joker. <laughs> so that I mean, would have been a good <laughs> plot point. So, right. so I take it this is where Freddy lived. She said that's where hideout. he. That's worked. where he got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: so they tracked him down and murdered him there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They,
3: like well, I, you know, I think I'm recalling other movies where they actually showed it. Yeah, where they you know they they surrounded them, set him on fire in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, and in the in the reboot. In 2010, there. they have a lot of sequences there, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh-huh. it,
3: that movie is harsh. Yeah.
1: It's intense. I was like, yeah. this is
3: not my 80s Freddy. Fuck. <laughs> Where's like, the humor? Like, he just was going to fuck the you're kids. just and, like, grasping your pearls. He's like, fucking kids and killing people. And I'm like, no. <laughs> he's like, remember me. He doesn't even crack any jokes. You are my number one. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does say that. To and her. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, and she's like, you're like, you are my go to girl.
2: <laughs> I'm like, fuck. Yeah, that's dark. Talk it's about like, a talk about a movie that Rooney Mara probably doesn't like to get asked about.
0: Talk anymore. about a therapy needed movie. Fuck. Poor
3: Kate Cassidy. I know. She remembers herself as a little girl with the fucking claw marks on her dress. Yeah. Uh no, All right.
1: Nobody turned into like a comic book character and got like shredded to paper. No one
2: got their like <laughs> <laughs> No, they didn't yeah, do that. No one got like they, their head bashed in with the TV. No, they saying, just got their guts ripped into, out. Yeah. Walking to Primetime bitch. Oh, prime no.
3: bitch. There was no quips, <laughs> just oh, fucking man. murder.
1: Well this movie ends in this weird ass boiler. Yeah. Line. Oh, the baby dog face okay. dog yeah. devils. The, I can't
3: believe I forgot that yeah. shit.
2: And that's weird because it's like, who is possessing these dogs? It's like, and,
1: yeah. like,
3: how do they exist? And are they twins? Is it just generic babies? Do they have some meaning?
1: Yeah, it's not like anybody's face for, it, that was killed. And then a
3: cat had, or a rat or cat later had one.
1: Well, there was, a, there was the rat, but then a cat... Jumped on the wrap. And, and they had both a, had close-ups. But the the cat had had, a, a, had a kind of
3: a friendly a weird looking face. face. Yeah. And it's like, is it you know? I, I think that it would have been cool if they would have had like Robert England's face pre pre boiler room. Yeah, yeah. That would have been sh- kind of cool.
1: Yeah, I think they should have done a little bit of, and of. He they, was the bus driver in the very first in the well, dream Yeah, yeah. He had that nice mullet. He had that cute hair. It was cute. Yeah, but I mean, they yeah, he should have been somewhere else in this movie. You've got the body. Especially because we went back to the actual place of the of the lynching or whatever.
3: You know, I, I would have thought, I, I kind of feel like they could have done more there. That could have yeah. been like mm-hmm. a fucking, you know, they could have had flashback scenes there. Yes. Yes. They could have, you know, like, he could have, since she keeps referring to Jesse as psychic. Yeah. You know, they could have had some like flashback scenes of when Freddie was getting burnt. And, I mean, maybe in the
2: original script there was, and they just couldn't. But it'd be cool if yeah. they just they, couldn't film yeah. it. Because they are probably, they are probably, yeah. yeah, just behind in the budget, and they had to wrap this shit up.
3: They went on. Well, let's t- talk about that one scene where they're f- the helicopter scene. You know where the the long shot.
1: Yeah, that crane shot is yeah. crazy. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, why
3: did did we need that? It's yeah. beautiful, but there goes there goes the whole daily budget. Yeah, there.
1: it was the best looking shot of the movie. It was. It was. Yeah. Nice. It was the, like a real nice yeah. movie shot. Uh, we were, yeah, we were like, is it a helicopter? Is it a crane? Like, who knows? But it it looked like a real movie. <laughs> it's like
3: somebody came by and donated. $1,000 to rent a crane for the yeah, day. Yeah,
1: for the afternoon. And they're like, okay, we've got to hurry this up. We only have this for 20 minutes. But pre me, Yeah. But, like, yeah, so Freddie is, like, messing with her mind because, like, her weird bite, she feels like there's, like, ants yeah. crawling in
0: it.
3: Then like the Well, the, he's trying to keep her away.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, true love is going to win.
3: Yes. Because you know, that's what's going to save his Which ultimately, sexuality and soul and yeah. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nothing like a send a girl to... Save it all.
1: Yeah, it is. It was like the the prep of like this movie. Yeah, the it, love it, of a woman. The love of a <laughs> underline woman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because ultimately, what does she do that like defeats Freddie? She didn't even suck his dick. She didn't do shit. She's just like,
3: you know, she's a fresh face. Stop being Freddy. <laughs> yeah, she showed up. His love of her. I guess the love of a good fag hag will, yeah. save, <laughs> the, will save save the day, <laughs> and they get out. and She thinks they're gonna get together, and all he's and he's like,
1: "Girl, let's go to that S bar. <laughs> I found this really now great the, bar now. <laughs> the
3: like, now the coach is gone, we could rain.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's so it's it's weird. She, I guess, just professing her love to him and Jesse. She kisses Freddie. She does kiss Freddie with yeah. the full Freddie beat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Freddie has the claws right ready to
2: stab Hell her to it. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. And when she kisses Freddie like Beauty and the Beast,
3: yeah. he turns sores, back into a boy. Didn't one of his sores like talk? And it
1: was, it was weird, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she could hear Jesse from within like. Within his pockmarks. Now, now Jesse's inside of Freddie they're like flipping
3: uh-huh. <laughs> flipping <laughs> i have a i have a feeling that jesse's learning about that in this
1: movie. Yeah. jesse's verse yeah. now he's
0: <laughs>
1: aren't we all <laughs> yeah now, yeah now he's inside freddie and like his voice and is he's living out. for it yeah.
3: <laughs> you know he's like oh shit this is
1: tight he cannot handle it he's gotta bu- he's gonna bust any
3: minute <laughs> he wasn't prepared for all this oh my goodness and but he does. He literally busts out of I a, mean, yeah, a rotted carcass. Bursts
1: into flames, and Jesse's underneath like the, the yeah, burnt carcass. The burnt carcass. What, a what, what a way to go. What a way to blow. I mean, what a <laughs> way to go. Yeah, it's just the next day, Jesse's just like, They go back to normal. I'm all good. He His gets l- on
3: that school bus.
1: Yeah. His arms are
3: wrapped up, you know, because yeah. he's a little smoldered. I guess. But, um, you so know. this
2: strikes me as the type of ending that whatever they had shot wasn't usable so they just had to cut let put it back to, on the bus they just had to cut their way out of this ending that we're just gonna cut to the b-roll of the bus in the in the
3: desert being driven away by freddie you know my thing is it's like you know poor grady fuck his drag yeah you know, right like, yeah like okay is yeah. no one going to the funerals yeah how many you know cut to that poor how guy. many
1: people died and cut Jesse's-
3: to the fact that Jesse's getting fucking accused of murder yeah
1: he was in the room. And all of them. Yeah, of course. I'm crazy.
3: sure. The, I'm sure. I'm sure the girl. You know, she's.
1: You know. He didn't do it. No. Yeah. No. She, he was with me in the cabana. I was blowing him. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> there he is. <laughs> ah, here's your
3: DNA. Here's your proof. <laughs> it's dripping down my leg.
0: Uh,
1: <laughs>
3: Just kidding. He's gay. Damn it. <laughs>
1: Poor Grady, fuck his drag. I know, <laughs> fuck my funeral girl off in your bus. So, yeah, the endings of these movies are always a little bit uh, ambiguous as far as is it real, is it a dream, are they dead? Who knows? Yeah honestly who cares yeah seriously <laughs> it's
2: like you know <laughs> and I, I, I feel like that was probably the attitude when they
3: made all of the endings too. and right? i think the actors are right there with it yeah you know my only sad you know they killed a the latin girl of course instead yeah <laughs> but you know but i wonder also for, for sure whose pov it was you know, it, yes. you know, was maybe the redhead girl's dreaming now. Yeah, whose dream
1: is this? Yeah, maybe, oh, that's true. Maybe it could be her dream. I, it's it, funny,
3: well. I refuse to say her name. It's <laughs> so, so horrible.
1: <laughs> it's it's forgettable. It's Lisa. Bonk. It's like bonk. <laughs> so, yeah, and then after this movie, it, the sequels just kind of get rebooted. Yeah. With, well, they get, they, they, write, they get more money.
2: They get more money. Clearly, they They, they do. write Nancy back in, and uh, yeah, you can definitely tell they were working with a higher budget. Yeah. And it's more of a fleshed out of a traditional yes. fleshed out sequel to the first movie yeah, too. yeah and i mean you
3: gotta admit three is pretty fucking incredible yeah three is like, my favorite of the sequels i mean it's cheesy as fuck still but it's still fucking incredibly cheesy and awesome yeah i mean if i had to be locked in a room with two, you know two of them it would be one and three yeah for and sure i think that I like patricia
2: arquette is really good that was like her first movie and dream warriors yeah, yeah. It's kind of a bummer that she didn't come back for Never Sleep Again. Oh well. I hope that she remembers that movie fondly. I
3: think she does.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we get the iconic Uh, Kristen's mom, Adelaide. Didn't I hear
3: something where that something when they kept doing the primetime bitch, something something weird happened, like she got hurt or Uh, I I can't remember. remember. There was a story. There's we need we need look it up. There's a story there. There's a story there. (laughs) Someday, we'll eventually get to dream warriors i think we'll do a couple more
1: um, well i'm telling you
3: i want to come back and do never too young to die with you guys yes (laughs) that will be a day we will wear heels while we do our talking (laughs) i'm -hmm. down and listen to kiss
2: (laughs) so i i did reference the documentary in this but to kind of give a proper shout out to the movie that we saw at outfest at outfest when it was here Mm Mm-hmm this summer it's called scream queen might nightmare on elm street and it's just a documentary that follows mark patton going to cons and kind of it really examines the homoerotic subtext of the movie yeah and who's kind of responsible for it mark really goes into how this movie did kind of derail his career too yeah, yeah. that it's not quite where he wanted to end up as an actor, and he just sort of found himself in it.
3: Well, you know, it's still his choice. He still chose to be in the movie. And he still chose to be a part of it. I don't, you know, I I can understand his, you know, point of view on it. And maybe I need to watch the thing. Maybe it'll convince me a little more. But yeah. I yeah. still, I still think <laughs> I don't think I don't think girl had a lot of choices in nineteen eighty five. Sure. Rolling out of yeah, you know, yeah. and I, I would have taken kind of that just, movie like, I would taken was, that movie like that. Oh, easy. He's
2: been. Like his stance on it was I was just acting the role that was given to me. Too. Right. And then I'm yeah. now, this this I'll ride with mm-hmm. him on. Yeah.
3: Obviously there was no clear direction in this movie. Yeah. And, and, and no one, I, I feel like these kids are just let to run along. Yeah. Read your script. We're filming you. Okay, great. You know, can you act a little less queeny or can you, um, <laughs> can you grab our tits a little harder? You yeah. Know? I don't, sure. I don't think there was a whole lot being said because everything felt so awkward at t- most of the time.
1: Yeah, you're right.
3: That little girl, you know, thinking of awkward, you know, the little girl, you know, the birds dying and blowing up and she's just kind of making a smirk like. "Eh." Yeah, Ah. she's not really reacting to any of that. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know, come on, guys.
1: Well, if uh, if you're looking for that movie, it's called Scream Queen: My Nightmare in Elm Street. It's directed by Tyler Jensen and Roman Cimienti. We saw it at Outfest. It's probably still in the festival circuit it's now. It's working the festival circuit um, right now.
2: You can follow Tyler on Facebook and Instagram. He posts all around where they're where they're touring it right now. Yeah. So it's not on iTunes yet. Not, not ye- yet.
1: Not okay. yet. Um, Bryn, this was really fun. Yeah. I had a blast. <laughs> Coming so on. Cool. You know,
2: and you know, as stupid as this movie is, it's not like we're talking about like Freddy's dead.
3: Let's pretend we and, don't love stupid shit. But it's <laughs> like but it's th- just I love like, this movie. First of yeah. all, I love this movie. As yeah. stupid as it is, and I even if I think there might have been some nefarious output of at you know, even though they're giving a gay movie, I don't know if it was yeah. a positive gay movie. Right. I don't care. It's still fucking funny. Yeah. I still love it. It's fun.
2: It's something interesting and kind of oddly groundbreaking to and be talking it, about this movie no, 33 years you know, later. You know, yeah. I,
3: I think that's a good point. Yeah. And also, you know, it is kind of a movie that made us gay. Yeah. Definitely. For sure. <laughs> for sure. Contributed a lot.
0: <laughs> it definitely contributed a little.
1: <laughs> well, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about your company well, we and find you. I make a lot of
3: really interesting t-shirts, pants, jog straps.
2: I have many things in my closet. <laughs> I, I, make, I you know,
3: I make clothes for queers and I'm, I have the daddy
2: swim br- uh, swim brief.
3: Awesome. <laughs> and you're not wearing it now. How, disrespe- it now. How <laughs> disrespectful. Anyway, now I you know, I like to make clothes for queer people. And you know what, if your straight friend wants to buy it, great. You know, I'm just I kind of come from the point of view of you know, I worked for a clothing company, even though it was alternative for 16 yeah. years. But, you know, we marketed to straight people always. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, you know what? I'm marketing to gay people. And if straight people want to buy it, then hooray. Right. You know, yeah, if not, give me your money. you know, I, I'll take <laughs> your money. But, you know, keep in mind, you're wearing a shirt that says daddy, youngling. right. You know, now I, you know, I come from a background of, you know, alternative fetish clothing. And, yeah. and you know, obviously you can see those, you know, reflections in what I do. hmm. You know, but I just like to make fucking cute shit, fun, smart ass, dirty, but with it's a loud def- and proud. <laughs> with <laughs> a def- it always where is its message, but definitely with a fashion point of view. You know, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I sure. you know, I I'm not trying to come off like you know mall statement tee. Yeah, but you know,
2: it's always really fun of your clothes of how it plays with labels. I, that, I, and kind th- of a subtext with it
3: yeah that comes from growing yeah. up in a rave era i love that <laughs> sure you know i mean that that this is my first impressions of rave clothing you know i remember the classic tide box that was turned into rave yep. instead of tide yep. and that always resonated with me and you know a lot of influencers in my life kind of love that juxtaposition too you know so it definitely plays me I'm, get, I'm gonna slowly do other things but i you know you know why break it <laughs> if it's not? It? Yeah. You well, know why, yeah. why break something that's going well? But yeah. You know I, I, I've got new stuff coming in the horizons that have no statements. Cool. You know like a big, flaming, <laughs> tribal inked cock coming out next to me. Oh, Mouth what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. You know referencing '90s bad tattoo gay art. <laughs> you know I love it. Yeah. Every every. Gay man had some tribal tattoo back yeah, then. that's true. It's I do I, I I I love I love it now more than then than, than but I was like yeah.
1: <laughs> well, where can we find uh, your clothing? You have a website. What, what website? I, I I do sell the Rough
3: Trade gear. They oh, they cool. buy a little bit of it. But if you want to see it in all of its glory, you would go to shophorsenhorn.com awesome. Your models are very sexy. And let me say, shop horseandhorn.com. <laughs> 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 no, they are fucking sexy. I and I I use real boys that I know, boys that I hang out with, boys that I see in the club, boys that you know. Oh yeah, the, you could go into like precinct on a Friday or
2: Saturday night and see most of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I
3: know. I, I find beautiful boys and and they model beautifully for me. I like I like every type of guy. You know, per, on a on a personal level, like I like all types of guys. Yeah, I find them all sexy. You know what I mean? It's something about most guys I find sexy. You know, and I want my website to reflect that. I I want any type of guy to feel like they could wear anything that I offer. You know, I I I would you know that's definitely a gold mine. You know, I'm a big guy myself, so you know,
1: that's really great. That's yeah. like a really great like message and like philosophy. So. I love it. Well, thank you. I I love, I love it. it. I love being here. And it's you fun. have pop up shops at Precinct in downtown
3: LA a lot too. I do. So. I do. I'm, I think I I will be actually. I think I am going to be at the Eagle in November. Um, I post my pop. I, I post on my Instagram, which is you know at symbol horse and horn, um, where I am going to be usually a week in advance. Um, I am going to try to do that one, and I am going to try to do one at Precinct in November as well.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, we are going to take a quick break right now so that I can talk directly to the listeners. That is right, everybody. It's time for our very first sponsored break. If you like what you've been hearing about horse and horn clothing and you want to grab some items with a distinct queer sensibility for yourself, you can head over to www.shophorseandhorn.com now through November 15th to get 20% off your order when you use offer code MOVIES. Horse and Horn has a really awesome selection of graphic tees, pants, shorts, swimwear, jocks, everything your little queer heart desires. Thank you, Bryn, for the offer code. It's so awesome. Once again, that's www.shophorsenhorn.com. Now through November 15th and get 20% off your order with offer code MOVIES. Back to the show. I love it. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This was great. You're welcome. You're welcome. This was a lot of fun. Um, Everybody out there, go out and go to the Horse and Horn website. Check them out on Instagram. And while you are on the gram, follow Movies That Made Us Gay. You can also follow us on Facebook. Same thing at Movies That Made Us Gay. And don't forget, we would love it if you would subscribe and rate our podcast. Give us
2: five stars.
1: Give us five stars. You better give those five stars. And write us a good review, Mm -hmm. only if you like it. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week with another great episode. Bye. Bye.